As I was preparing for this sermon, I was thinking back to a variety of different things. You know, we all buy different things, right? We buy things. We, we know this as seen on TV stuff or, uh, you know, you, you watch an infomercial or you hear about this thing and, and you think, man, that sounds like such a great product. That sounds like something that I really need. I didn't know I needed an electric can opener, but man, that was such a great can opener. I need to purchase one of those. Anyone know kind of what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So, you know, here's the thing. You pro- purchase this product, right? And it doesn't quite meet up. <laughs> Just doesn't quite deliver <laughs> on its promises, right? I'm thinking back to a time when Jude was little and we bought this item before Jude was even born. It was this cutting edge, research-based, European baby bathtub. Oh, come on, somebody. (laughs) A baby bathtub, European cutting edge. I mean, come on, right? It was supposed to make newborns love (laughs) to take a bath (laughs) because it stimulated stimulated the idea of being in a womb. And so anyone in the room, you know what I'm talking about, being a first-time parent, you know, you want to make all the right decisions, make all the good purchases, okay? You're pretty guilty, I'm sure. The folks in this room and online, you're guilty of making some bad purchases. Come on, anybody with me? All right, there's a few witnesses in the house. You know what I'm talking about. You purchased something that wasn't quite what you wanted. And look, when it came to your kid, you want to make sure that you got it right, okay? You want to make sure it was right. Had it, the little bundle of joy had every single thing that it needed. Now, here's the thing about this particular uh, research-based European baby bathtub. Uh, It was nothing more than a glorified plastic bucket. (laughs) And I'm like, what in the world (laughs) is this? Now, I'm pretty sure it worked for many babies, but you got to understand, not for our son. (laughs) Because when Jude was born, he was 10 pounds. He was a big old fella, all right? And he's going to be a big old guy growing up. I'm excited for that. He's already taller than his mom, all right? And here's the deal. We could barely squish Jude inside that little bucket. It was so pitiful. I felt so bad for my wife because she really wanted this cutting-edge thing to work. Folks, this was a case, a terrible case of overpromise and under deliver all right come on someone when you overpromise <laughs> but you under deliver yeah you're right the whole world now here's the deal about when it comes to the things of god aren't you grateful today that we serve a god who never under delivers amen we serve the king of kings and the lord of lords the king of glory amen amen i believe that god is going to do a great thing in us because here's the deal when it comes to our spiritual lives There are certain things that when we begin to read the Word of God, promises in Scripture, you can take it to the bank. It's going to happen. Why? Because when God declares it, it will come to pass. Anybody can testify about that today? Anyone in the room can testify online? If you can testify, hey, that's me. I'm the one that says when God says it, I believe it. Amen. There are certainties. There are promises in the Word of God that are available for anyone and everyone who desires to receive them. 
David Nicholas once said, God's promises are like the stars. The darker the night, the brighter they shine. Folks, here's the deal. I know that 2020 has felt pretty dark, right? At times, it's been really challenging. It's felt pretty dark at times. But I'm calling us to look around today and see how much potential, in fact, there is for light today. Amen. To lift up our eyes and see the faithfulness of Jesus Christ and the promises of God's Word being manifest in our life. We are not forsaken today. We are God's people. We are the sheep of His pasture. Amen. 2020 is a time when we truly have to understand that the rubber must meet the road. And our yeas must be yeas and our nays must be nays today. It's through these challenges that there is an incredible opportunity to allow God's light, God's spirit to shine through us. Amen. Show me someone who says that they have faith in the Lord and there will be fruit to that faith today. And those fruit will be demonstrated through their actions, all right? It'll be demonstrated in the things that they do. The Bible declares that faith without works is dead. Now is our opportunity to allow the fruit of God's word, the fruit of faith to in fact be demonstrated in our lives. Is that your desire today to see the fruit of faith demonstrated every single day? If so, why don't we give God praise for now, right now for what he's going to do in us today? Because I believe God's got some promises in his word today. Even when we can't see it, I know that God is working. Amen. Amen. Even though I don't understand what's going on, I know that God is working behind the scenes. Therefore, I will learn to trust in Jesus. So my question today is, do you want to receive God's promises for your life? Is that your desire today? I want to see God's promises unfold today. Amen. We've got to be willing to place God first in all areas for this to occur. Do you want to honor him today and see those blessings unfold? That is my desire, that we allow God to be first in all areas of our life, in our words, in our thoughts, and in our actions today. And in doing so, we allow his blessings to flow freely in our life. Amen. I'd like to read our opening text this morning found in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 beginning at verse 20. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 20. It simply reads this way. For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him amen, to the glory of God through us. Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. We don't do this in our own ability today, all right? We do this with the, with the awareness that God is with us, and he establishes us in him. Amen. He anoints us. He allows his spirit to flow freely through his work and power in us today. So today we're going to preach about this subject. Your promise is greater than your problem today. Amen. You believe that today? The promise of the word of God is greater than the problems that we're facing right now. Oh, would you believe that with me right now? Why don't we give God praise? Praise for a moment. Amen. In the building all across the building today, if you're online, go ahead and give God praise. Amen. Your promise is greater than your problem. Amen. In 2020, we've got to remind ourselves that God's promises will always 
be greater than the problems that we see. The road may feel long and winding at times and even right now, but God wants us to elevate him, amen, above all of our struggles. He wants us to elevate him above the problems that we see in the natural eye. Whatever you're going through right now is not where God wants to keep you, amen. You might be right in the middle of the greatest battle for your life. The struggle is real, but God is greater. The problem is deep, but God is supreme. I want to encourage someone today that God is with you and God is for you and he's got a plan for your life. Do you believe that God is here today and God wants to minister to someone and help someone through these difficult moments? It was C.S. Lewis that declared, hardships often prepare ordinary people for an extraordinary destiny. Hardships, difficulties in life, problems that we're facing often prepare ordinary people for an extraordinary, God-given, spirit-filled destiny. Amen. That's my desire today to follow after him. Amen. The spiritual journey is never meant to be stagnant. God's promises are amazing and available for all today. It's time for someone to say yes and amen to the promises that God has for us. Amen, that is my desire to say, yes, Lord, I am here. Yes, Lord, I will seek you. Yes, Lord, I will not be silenced because I know that you have a plan and you've got a purpose to fulfill in this world and I desire to allow your spirit to flow freely through me, amen. D.L. Moody once shared, God never made a promise that was too good to be true. I'm thankful for that today. God's never made a promise, amen. Do you believe that today, amen? Yeah, sure, God has never made a promise that was too good to be true. In fact, you can trust the 30,000 plus promises that we find in God's word. When you follow those commandments, when you follow the Lord, follow after his plan, there are blessings available to anyone willing to take the next step, amen. I wanna see what God is doing in my life and obediently follow him, amen, and allow the word of God to saturate my heart, saturate my soul. I refuse to be stagnant in my faith today, in my walk with God, but I wanna take the next step. I wanna see God's promises unfold in my life on a daily basis. To walk in those promises what I've got to do is be willing to turn over, to give up every disappointment, every struggle, every heartache, every issue that I face and turn that over to the Lord. I've got to let go of worry, anxiety and open myself up to the promises of the word of God. Amen. And it all starts by knowing that Jesus promises to redeem our past, amen? amen? Jesus promises to buy back, to purchase, to make 
good come out of crazy, okay, to redeem our past today. Now, some of you have gone through some crazy things, all right? You've gone through some hardships, some troubles, some trials, but I thank God that he's still on the throne, amen? Jesus Christ is still on the throne today, amen? He wants to wash away sin today. He wants to restore your past today. He wants to buy back and use your pain and use your past for God's glory today, amen? He doesn't want it to be something that just happened and just something that, well, I guess that just happened to me. No, God has a promise and he promises to redeem your past, redeem, amen, your fallenness today, redeem my hardships today and use something for, for glory that he might receive the glory. Oh God, that you would be glorified through my life. Oh God, that I will turn away my past and allow you to be the one to receive glory through my life. When Jesus encounters a woman in the New Testament, who was caught in the very act of adultery. The Pharisees, well, they wanted to stone her, right? In fact, they brought this woman to Jesus and tried to trap him as well. They said, look, the law of Moses has said this woman, she is supposed to be stoned to death as the penalty for this sin. What do you say? This is what the law says. This is what Moses said. Jesus, you're supposed to be the master. You're supposed to be some great rabbi. What do you say? And his response was brilliant. <laughs> Inspired, of course. He said this. He who is without sin, he let him cast the first stone. Pretty certain at that moment you could hear the thud of rocks falling, right? <laughs> All these rocks, they were ready to stone this woman and they thought, well, actually, I, now that you think about it, I've, I've got some sin in my life. I'm probably the wrong person to throw the sin, throw the rock toward this person who's sinned. And then all of a sudden, there was nobody left. Only this woman and Jesus standing there, right, in the middle of the court and says, look to the woman, where are your accusers? Oh, I don't see them at all. Well, you know what? I don't condemn you either. Go sin no more. There was grace and forgiveness administered on that day. Thank God for grace. Thank God for his mercy. Where would I be without the mercy of God? Where would I be without his grace being manifest in my life on a daily basis? Jesus did not hold her past against her, but he did not leave her the same way that she found her. Praise God. She, he was calling her to a new path, calling her to a new way, amen, a way that honored the Lord. He told her, go ahead and move forward in a brand new direction from this moment. Because you see, the promise of the Lord was greater than her problem, amen. We've got a promise today that when we ask God to forgive us, Jesus, forgive me of my sin. The Bible declares it, and we know this to be true, that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin. Where would I be without the Lord forgiving me of my past today and redeeming my past for his glory, redeeming my past for his kingdom so that he can allow his will to occur through my life? Sometimes things get a little tough, and let's face it, it's pretty easy at that point to go back to our old way of thinking, right? Go back to the old ways, the old paths, because that was what was convenient for years and years and years. I mean, so simple to do that and so easy, our minds would certainly fall into that trap as well, to go ahead and focus on the pain again. 
focus on the suffering, the deliverance. Forget about all of that deliverance stuff. Just remember the sin and shame that we once had and believe that there's, well, nothing's different. Just believe in the lie that the enemy's won and the sky is falling and there's no way for my life to matter. Let's face it today. We are in a cosmic battle, the cosmic battle of good and evil heaven and Satan today. Amen. We are in a cosmic battle today. The forces of darkness are trying to pull us down while the forces of light are trying to encourage us to say there is a better way. There is a path that will ultimately lead to heaven. Therefore, I must be understanding this one thing, that there is hope and that hope is found in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Is that your knowing today? Do you understand that our hope is not found in ourselves, but it is found in Jesus Christ. Calvary is how God would redeem humanity from our sins. Jesus paid the ultimate price on the cross so that we might have life. Life in him, amen. Romans 6, 23 shares with us that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life, amen. Amen, the gift of of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. This gift is yours today. No matter if you were raised on a church pew or in a drug house, this gift of salvation is for every person in the entire world. Amen. It's for everybody today. There's a promise. It's for everybody today. And what I love about salvation is that is a free gift given from the Lord. It gives us abundant life right now in this present life. Regardless of your present struggle, you can have peace in the Lord right now. Not tomorrow, not next year, not 2014, 15, 16. No, not in the past. Sometimes we think about maybe 2025, maybe that's when I'll find peace. No, right here, right now, I can find the peace of God. Amen. I can find strength in the Lord right now. That's the beauty of a testimony today. And that is that I am walking in God's grace. Right now, amen? It's a grace I don't deserve. In fact, it's a grace that nobody deserves. Our testimony might be different from one another. Your testimony is not my testimony. My story is not your story. But whatever the struggle is, we all need a Savior, amen? amen. We all need Jesus Christ. Whatever the problem that we've been going through today, nothing is too hard for the Lord. God is with us and God is for you, amen. And the past can be redeemed today by the blood that was shed on Calvary for our sin, amen. I wanna believe today with all my heart, there's a promise in scripture that I can be redeemed from my past. I can be forgiven of my sins. My sins can be washed away forever in a sea of forgetfulness when I am baptized amen in his name and I can allow my life to be fully surrendered to the Lord today and he's going to plant me on a new path a new direction today oh I thank Jesus I thank the Lord for all that he has done and will do in my life he promises to redeem our past amen and he promises to bless our present he promises to redeem our past and he promises to bless are present. The greatest benefit of walking with God is the peace that comes from trusting him. Amen. There's a peace. There's a peace that the world cannot give, nor can it take away. 
when we are walking with the Lord and trusting him. Jesus said that the very reason he came to this earth was so that we would have abundant life in him. Amen. An abundant life in him. And it said another way, what that means is God is going to bless our lives right now. Amen. The way we walk in those blessings is to live in a way that ultimately obeys his principles. When we honor the Lord with our choices, it has a profound effect on our life. We're given a hope that was written into the very fiber of our being before we were even born. Jeremiah 29 and verse 11 shares, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Amen. What this Bible verse tells me is that there's things I can do in the midst of my life. But ultimately what this word says here is that we can trust God in the middle of everything we're facing right now, everything that's going on in the world, everything that's going on in our society today. Here's the deal. God has amazing plans for us and a destiny that is greater than the dilemma that we've planted ourselves in today. Amen. God's got a plan. God's got a divine purpose that will unfold in us and through us, and he desires to pour out his blessing today in our lives and in those around us today. Amen. He's given us his word the Bible as the pathway for us to follow today. Therefore, I will learn to trust in the Lord. I will learn to allow the word of God to be sovereign in my life. When I'm facing hard times, it can be hard to see God's blessings, right? It can be hard sometimes to see blessings in our life. And we miss out on opportunities because everything seems so hard. Everything seems so difficult. We assume, well, if it's so hard and difficult, it must not be God's will. But here's the deal. Difficulties, they come to everyone. We all face difficulties. Anyone in the room face a difficulty ever in your life? Anybody? Hands, a few hands in the room. All right. Now, if you've never faced a difficulty, fabulous. I'd love to see you after church. I'd like to unload some difficulties to you, if that's all right. You mind if I do that? Come on, we all face difficulties, right? But we serve a God that's greater than our problems today. Amen. Greater than our situations, our issues in life. We serve a great God today. King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. And in the midst of it all, we must also fight ourselves. We fight our flesh. We fight these desires that are inside of us. We fight the, the battle between the ears, our mind. <laughs> we try to walk daily in God's peace. We're promised that when we place God first, even in tough times, especially when things get tough, by the way, the Bible says that he will take care of us. We can learn to trust in him. Do you believe that today? That even when times are tough, uncertain, filled with... Uh, 
uncertainty, anxiety, whatever it is we're facing. Amen. I don't want to be ruled by fear today. I want to be ruled by faith today. So God, implant something in me. Stir my heart today to understand that as I place you at the center of my life, first in my relationships, first in my lifestyle, that in fact I will be blessed according to the word of God. That is a promise that we can bank on today. Amen. It's not some European baby bathtub, all right? <laughs> but it is the promise of God's word. Amen. The Bible declares in Matthew chapter 6 and 33, but seek first, everyone say first. first. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all, everyone say all. All, all these things shall be added to you. Put God first through areas of service, serving the kingdom, serving him, serving others, and you will be blessed. John 12 and 26, if anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will also be, will be also. If anyone serves me, him, my father will honor. If we serve the Lord, what this word says that we're going to be honored by God. So thank you for serving. Thank you for serving here at the church. Thank you for serving in the kingdom. Amen. Thank you. Wonderful folks. Some are even in the back. You can't even see them. They're running media. They're running. The, they're in the front right now. They're, they're cleaning bathrooms. They're cleaning the church. Hey, you know what? It takes the entire body of Christ for this thing to work. Amen. We're serving God and serving others, serving our world daily. Hey, man, I want to place God first in all areas. Amen. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. Put God first in your finances and you will be blessed. That's what the Bible says. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 9. Honor the Lord with your possessions, with the first fruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. We put God first in areas of life. In fact, we will be blessed and we'll be amazed how God works things out on our behalf. There's no greater example of that than Daniel. I think of Daniel in the Old Testament. He refused to forsake the commandments of God that says, look, we're not to worship anybody else except God. All right? We're not supposed to worship anybody else except God. So what does he do? So he's like, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pray. I'm not willing to, I'm just going to keep on praying. I'm going to keep on believing to the point. This was his deal. They trapped him uh, in this decree because he actually began to worship the Lord daily, and he began to kneel and pray daily. I mean, he would just pray. How, how dare you pray to God when you're supposed to, you know, honor the king, honor, honor the, the fair of the land? And his life was literally on the line. He gets thrown into a lion's den because of his faithfulness to God. But in the middle of the night, absolutely nothing happened to that man named Daniel, young man named Daniel, actually. He survived the lion's den and, in fact, was exalted to prominence in the kingdom. Why? Because he honored God. What's the lesson? Well, let's honor God. If we will begin to honor God in key areas of our life, that's the area that God's going to bless. You want God to bless an area, honor him there, and you will be blessed because God keeps his promises. Do you believe that today? I'm trying to give you some great example. God keeps his promises today. God keeps his word today. You can take it to the bank today. God, no matter what, in this room online, you've got to hear this. God wants to bless you. God wants to help you. God, there are areas in your life that you are actually 
shortchanging the blessings of God. There are areas that God's trying to bless, but he's like, accept my, my word. I'm not going to go against my word. <laughs> so if you will allow me to be first in that area, then I can bless it. But if you choose not to, that's your deal, that's your choice. But according to the word, that's one area that I'm not going to get to really bless as much as I need to bless. It won't be godly blessings, okay? There will be principles in the word of God that will unfold and unleash itself. If I place, if I am just a good person, right, and I love people, chances are I'll, be, I'll have good people around me, all right? <laughs> because I'm honoring godly principles. If I'm just a terrible person all the time, well, chances are uh, it's going to be hard to make friends. <laughs> But you know what? If I can just go ahead and love on people, love on God. If I can place God first in my areas of life, amen? If I could just do some biblical things in my life, guess what? God promises that his word will never come back void. I mean, if I'll do the right thing, in fact, God will honor that. So God, help me understand that no matter what's going on, that the promises in your word, the promises are, will always, always, always be greater than my problems today. God has a promise for our past. He has a promise for our present. But that's not our only hope because Jesus promises to transform our future. Amen. He promises to transform our future. We have a hope that's not only in this world, but in the world to come. Amen. Whatever dilemma you might be facing right now, your destiny is far greater than your dilemma right now. For the believer, that means that we can walk in peace because our greatest hope is found in heaven. When I think about heaven, it's a place where there is no more pain or sorrow or suffering. The Bible says that old things are passed away and all things have been made new today. Amen. Therefore, it'll be a place where I can ultimately praise God and worship the King of Kings. Amen. And say, Lord, I thank you for the wonderful opportunity to experience you and experience a place where there is no more sin any longer. Therefore, daily, God, let me fix my eyes upon you. Fix my eyes upon heaven. When things get a little chaotic around this world, what I must do is not only keep Keep one eye toward what's going on around me, but fix my eyes to Jesus Christ, knowing that my help comes from the Lord. Amen. It's not found in chariots today. It's not found in the world today, but it's found in Jesus Christ. When I'm tempted to let fear take the reins, I must remember God and remember his promises. Don't forget where God has brought you from. Don't forget that initial experience, that first time you felt Jesus. You felt the Spirit of God in such a powerful and a strong way. It demonstrated itself, and you were so overwhelmed. Maybe you had tears in that moment. Maybe you just couldn't, you had no control, and you were shaking a little bit because the Spirit was doing a work in your life. I don't know what your experience was in that moment, but I know for me, the moment I felt Jesus for the very first time, it literally changed my life. Amen. It changed the way I looked at life. It changed my direction. It changed my present. It transformed my future. Amen. Because I was willing to place Jesus at the center of all things. I'm telling you that nothing in this world compares. Nothing in this world compares to our eternal reward. We have a promise that in a moment 
the Bible says in the twinkling of an eye that we will be changed, we'll be transformed, and we will be like him and be with him forever. 2 Timothy 4 and 8, finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not only me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. There's going to come a day that we receive a crown of righteousness. One of the crowns that are mentioned throughout the scriptures, a reward for those that are faithful. And it will give me on that day. Why? Because I have been looking, awaiting, expecting, and living in a way that honors him because I knew he was coming back. Revelation 21 and 4. And God will wipe away every tear. Everybody say every tear. Every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no sorrow, no crying. There shall be no more pain for the former things have passed away. As believers, our primary focus should always be on the future. If we're always looking to the past, we fall into the trap of nostalgia. We're thinking about all the good times, all right, all the past stuff. Life was so much better, in, you know, before 2020 arrived. Man, I wish 2020 would just end. It would just, you know, if we're always thinking like that, man, then I'm going to live a little short-sighted because I'm only then looking to my present. If I only see what's going on right here and right now, then I'm going to be short-sighted because, man, if, if that calendar would just turn, right? I saw a funny post, meme, I don't know, man, uh, I know that today we were supposed to fall back an hour, right? So we gained an hour. Yeah, yeah. As some of you know, what some of that. Ha- thank you for being in church. Yeah, online. Hopefully, you caught the message. Yeah. Uh, well, one person made the statement. Man, I don't want. Uh, you know, I, I forget. I, I refuse to change my clocks <laughs> because I, I am not. You know, I'm not interested in one more hour <laughs> to be added. <laughs> to 2020. <laughs> Sometimes I get it. You know, it's been a struggle. It's, the struggle's real, right? Am I right? It's been difficult for all of us. But not just one person, all of us. We all face this. But if I only live in the moments, I begin to forget. I, 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 all I'm doing is focusing on the problem and I'm not focusing on the problem solver today. Hallelujah. Jesus, help me in the middle of my mess today. Help me in what's going on today, understanding that your promises are yea and amen. I've got to be willing to focus upon him and the greater future that he has in store for me and for the people around me. God, let your light shine through me. Help me to have an eternal perspective. Our vision must always have eternity in mind. How will what I'm doing right now impact my eternity? Speaking of future... Anybody know there's an election on Tuesday? <laughs> Anyone ready for all this to pass over, be over? Yeah. Yeah. I want you to pray. Seek how best to support biblical principles in our society. Exercise your, ro- your vote to, your, your right to vote your conscience. Let God speak to you. 
Pray, seek the face of God. We've already voted. Pray, seek the face of God. Here's what I want you to know, that no matter what happens on Tuesday, whether your candidate loses or wins, God is still on the throne. God is still on the throne. And his will for your life will not be stopped. It will not be thwarted. Why? Because God is still on the throne. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that God is still on the throne? God will help us. God's going to help us. God is much bigger than our past. He's bigger than our present. He's bigger than whatever comes our way Wednesday, Thursday, and the months ahead, the years ahead, right? Because we serve an amazing God. God is going to have end-time revival in the church. He's going to have end-time revival in our world. That's what the Bible says. This church is going to be part of the end-time revival. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that God wants to minister through you? He wants to allow his light to shine through you? That's what I believe today. Amen. We've just got to decide if we're going to be ruled by fear or we're going to be ruled by faith today. I mean, I want my faith to be in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. When I place my trust in God, no matter what happens tomorrow, Tuesday, or in the weeks to come, God's will is going to occur in my life because I am trusting in the Lord, period. Amen? Amen. Tomorrow is in God's hands. You can trust in the Lord. Amen. We need to constantly live by faith in what God has for us in the future. We need evidence for that. All we have to do is look to the heroes of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, where there are people that are listed great men and women of faith, heroes of the faith. They face difficult times, tough times, uncertain futures. But in the midst of it all, they learned to place their trust in Jesus Christ. Amen. They learned to keep their eye on the prize today and persevere, and their faith transformed their future. Can I tell someone today, you've got to allow your faith to transform your future so that no matter what comes your way, you will still be a child of God, a man of God, a woman of God, and be willing to stand your ground for biblical principles, stand your ground for the truth of God's word. Do what's right in the sight of the Lord every single day. My friend, there's only one support that is safe one foundation i can always trust in of the rope that will not break amen and that is the truth of god's word the unchanging truth of the word of god he is the god of the amen today he is the god of the yay and amen he is with us and he is for us Psalm 20 and 7, I've got to bring this to a close. Psalm 20 and 7, some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we, everyone say we. We We will trust in, (laughs) in the name of the Lord, amen, the Lord our God today. We serve the Lord today. We serve him today. I don't want to trust in bombs, amen. I don't want to trust in armies, and I don't want to trust in tanks today. My faith is found in Jesus Christ alone. No matter what comes my way, Jesus Christ is supreme in my heart. No matter what problems I face, Jesus is on the throne of my life. 
and therefore I will do everything in my power to take a stand for the Lord, take a stand for truth, to understand that the promises of the Word of God, the promises of the Word of God will always, always, always be greater than our problems. Amen. For those who have entrusted their life to God, He gives us great and an encouraging promise that His grace will redeem our past. Amen. His presence will bless our present and His power will transform our future. Amen. Our destiny is greater than anything. And I'd like to imagine, let's stand. We're about to pray. And I'd like for us to prepare our hearts. So for here, folks here in the congregation, I'm in a moment inviting you to perhaps join us at the front. We've got safe spaces for you to pray. If you're online, I invite you to pray in your living room. But right now, we're just trusting that the presence of God is going to manifest in a mighty and powerful way. In this room today, where are you in your walk with Jesus? Where are you in your walk with the Lord? Have we bought into the lie of the enemy? that nothing will ever get better, that the sky is falling, it's all terrible? Have we somehow bought into what the enemy has said about us, what the world says about Christians? Have we somehow bought into that? Have we aligned ourselves so closely with worldly values that there's no difference between us and the world around us? God, help me to align myself not with society, but let me align myself with your word. Speak life into my heart. Speak hope into my circumstances. Allow me, Lord, to turn my life, my everything over to you. The promise of Calvary declares that today I can be whole and I can be healed in Jesus our deliverance, our strength, it comes from Him. We are the apple of His eye. We are complete in the Lord. We are called out of darkness into this marvelous light. You need to grow deeper in your faith today. Maybe you've never made a, a fresh start. Maybe this is the first time you've heard something like that. Maybe you've just realized, man, today's my day. Today is the day I've got to surrender to the Lord. Today is the day I want my sins forgiven. Amen. Today I want to turn my life over to Jesus. Today is the day that I refuse to be ruled by my past. I refuse to be trapped by the sin of the enemy. I believe God you're trying to make a new start in my life. Today is the day I remove the barriers and the obstacles that are holding me back from serving you Lord. Maybe today I've never believed that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Today is your day. There's no greater time than right now to make a fresh start in the Lord. Amen. We're going to pray because someone in this room needs to surrender their life to Jesus. Someone in this room needs healing. You need emotional healing. You need spiritual healing. You need physical healing. Someone needs to surrender their life to the Lord. Someone needs to be filled to overflow with the baptism of a spirit today. Someone needs to experience Jesus in a mighty way. Today is your day, my brother, my sister, child of God. Today is your day to experience all that the Lord has for you. We're going to pray right now, and then I'm going to open up these 
these altars. You're welcome to come pray here at the front or even right where you are. But let's make this entire place, uh, this entire place, a place of prayer. Heavenly Father, right now we surrender our will to your will. We surrender our life to you. We commit ourselves right now to your plan and your mission. Lord, I pray right now you make me more sensitive to you, more sensitive to the leading of your spirit right now. God, whatever it takes right now, would you get a hold of my heart right now? I want you to be first in my life. I don't have the answers. I don't understand what to do, but I repent right now of my sin. God, I'm sorry for my past. I'm sorry, God, for the things I've not done before you. Lord, forgive me, Lord, because I want to fully devote my life to you. I want to surrender my all to you, to listen to your voice for my life. Guide me now. Direct me. Transform me, God, I pray. Fill me to overflowing with your spirit in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, I'm inviting you to come right now. For those that would like to pray here in the front, we have safe spaces for you. Why don't you come make your way to the front and pray. If you'd like to pray where you are, you know, you can do that as well. But right now, why don't we just begin to lift our hands to the Lord and say, God, I surrender to you. Amen. There's some that are coming right now. Amen. Can we just surrender to the Lord right now? In your living room where you are right now, would you kneel by your chair, kneel by your seat and say, God, I surrender to you. I commit my life to you. I will give you my all right now. And would you let us know so that we can pray for you in the coming days. Amen. Right now, let's make this entire place a place of prayer. Let's believe that the presence of God is able to do all things. Can we all pray right now? Jesus is here. His presence is here. God wants to help you. God wants to encourage you and wants you to hold on to the promises of his word today. Let's all pray. Amen. Let's all pray. Jesus is in the house today. In Jesus' name, let's all pray.